Discuss news nonsense and my personal adventures. Today is NFL Draft Day. This evening, the NFL Draft begins from somewhere in America. I, I don't recall. Doesn't matter. Uh, the uh, lead up to the NFL Draft for weeks now. Every uh, person who claims to know a thing or two about it is talking. This is the definitive mock draft. And uh, we don't know shit. We don't know shit. Um, I do say, though, that my Detroit Lions, the the Detroit Lions, I can't say my Detroit Lions. Uh, Their first pick is the sixth overall pick. And there's some discussion about whether or not they should uh, take this defensive lineman I think his name is Jalen Carter from Georgia. Now there's all it's so lions to have them have a uh, bit of controversy around surrounding the young man because uh, right after the national championship game that Georgia won, Jalen was in a uh, one vehicle. And his friends were in another vehicle and they were racing down the road, like high rate of in and out of traffic, driving on the wrong side, just fucking crazy. Well, sure enough, the other car crashed. Everybody's dead, including like another player. It was horrible. And this ding dong said, oh, fuck that. And he takes off. Police are there pulling the bodies out. They're all mangled. Everything's fucked up. Uh, he comes back on the crime scene, I guess, and one thing leads to another, and then there's finally they uh, they he ends up uh, saying, "Oh no, I wasn't here. I had nothing to do with this." And then a little bit later on, he's like, "Ah, oh, maybe I was." So kind of like the truth comes out, real messy. And then they're talking about, well, do okay, he's great, but there's this like. Uh, you know, character issue. That's a, that's a thing when you're drafting the players. There was one guy a couple of years ago who, uh, like on draft day, uh, like right before he was about to be picked, somebody posted a video of him wearing a gas mask with a bong, uh, taped to, uh, the opening, where there would be like a filter on the gas mask. They, they put a bong in there and he took a big old rip off of that thing while wearing the gas mask. It was hysterical. And that causes draft stock to plummet because he takes the mask off and he's laughing, having a great, great time. And, uh, you know, these are all things that in my opinion should move your, your draft stock up and that not down, you know, I mean, uh, I, you want that guy in the locker room who's fucking around wearing a gas mask with a bong attached to it. Some smart ass probably thought he was doing that uh, really hurt. Well, he did end up hurting him because the guy's draft stock did. Like, people were, like, about to draft this guy. And they go, oh, no, wait a minute. He smoked some pot and wearing a gas mask. It was a great video, but we can't draft him. It's all about character in the NFL. 
You know, you gotta, you gotta be a good guy. And that might be the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard the NFL. What? The NFL? You all seem to get it. Young Adam Schwab says character counts in the NFL. No, character doesn't count. You're right. Donka671, we hold these future wife beaters to a higher standard. Oh, my God. Yeah, so Jalen Carter, it uh, that's the only thing that could hold him back. Uh, so I say draft him. I say, uh, in fact, when you announce it, we are drafting Jalen Carter, and we're doing it because he was involved in that racing incident. That's why we want him. Because if we want the guy who's going to do whatever it takes to win. And if that means lying to the cops while your friends are dismembered in the road, that's okay. That is, that, that's, a, that's an added bonus that he has no care in the world for his fellow man. Okay, see how I spun that? That should make him a more desirable draft pick, in my opinion. So draft that guy. Put that beast on the defensive line. So now you've got all these stud players. You got Hutchinson. You got, uh, uh, fuck, I don't know. A bunch of other people. I don't know enough about football. I know it's Hutchinson. Uh, And then you put this big beast there who murders people. Uh, on the roads and then lies about it and then plays football. That's all good. Yeah, I love it. Donko says Detroit Lions should purposely pick the biggest fuck up in the draft just to see what happens. You know, like uh, after last year's draft, they should have said, okay, uh, this coming year in 364 days, we're going to have a top draft pick again. So I want all of you players to really, in college, to really fuck everything up so we can get the best guy for our team. You fuck it up, no problem. All that nonsense about the NFL with character is just is just that. Nonsense. If you uh, are a moron and watch all that shit today... Pay attention to how many times when they're talking about Jalen Carter, uh, Jalen Carter, they're talking about his quote unquote character. Of course he's racing, you know, he's a national champion. He knows he's got millions of dollars in his future. Okay. So he probably had an agent who gave him all the money he wanted, or maybe got name image likeness money. Gets a bunch of cash. He doesn't give a shit about anything. There you go. All right. So that goes on today. It's got everybody's attention. Captivated. Captivated everybody. In this household, it is a very important thing I'm learning with um, our new puppy, Darla, here. That, uh, well, we always try to keep the NFK calm. We've learned over time that there's several things that you uh, 
should do to keep him calm. He's an anxious little bugger. Uh, I like to describe his mind as um, open and closed chain links. And, um, you know, if he, if the remote control is two degrees off in its placement and he moves it two degrees, that is a closed chain, chain link. Otherwise, it's like this, you know. You gotta, he has to close those chain links. All the little obsessive compulsive things that he does. The constantly getting up, you know, gets up, puts ice in the cup, sits down, gets up, puts water in the cup, sits down. Uh, it's just a fucking ritual. Well, the latest ritual. Well, first of all, there's two rituals. If you leave the house, you have to tell him exactly where you're going and what you're doing. Or else he's going to ask a billion questions to whoever is left in the house. You don't want him to be not informed because he's going to cause misery for the person who is in the house with numerous questions about where they are, why they went there, when they'll be back and all sorts of shit. No idea. I don't, I don't ever bust him on it because again, Diana thinks he has autism. And I'm not even being a smart ass when she says that I'm just quoting her, but so there's that, but she, she actually thinks that he is autistic. Okay, great. The one thing you don't want to do though, with this puppy is when you can't find her. Cause she kind of like, it's, it's easy for her to get lost. You don't want to say Darla. Where are you? You don't want to make it known that you're like looking for her because man, he pops up and he is so worried. Where is she? Where Darla, Darla, where is she? Where is she? Flapping his arms, running around, stomping around, bumping into shit about to fall over. And all I want to say is, uh, thank you. It's okay though. She's around here somewhere. And I always find her. Of course, usually takes one second after that. But, uh, so Diana started doing it yesterday and, uh, same thing gets up, flapping his arms, running around, looking for, of course we find the dog and then she goes upstairs. I go, Hey, um, if you happen to lose Darla, do not, um, indicate that she's missing because he flips out. We don't, we got to keep him calm. Uh, Tyler says, just keep him from flapping his wings and everyone will be happy. Kenny wants uh, the NFK to show up here while I'm imitating him and flapping my arms. It's a very rare thing when he does show up. It's usually not good. It's a bad deal if the neighborhood kids pound on the door collecting pop cans because... You know, you got this dude who looks like a serial killer answering the door. These kids are like immediately off the porch. Somebody came by yesterday and dropped off Daisy's urn, her ashes. And I want to get like a camera there to record those instances when the NFK has to interact with people in the public, like delivery people. Um. So yeah, we got the uh, we got the urn, 
and uh, really spectacular. Made Diana cry because they give you like the plaster paw print of your puppy. And uh, we've added it to the collection. So now we're up to five urns in the cabinet. Regarding uh, missing Darla, Tyler says, just come up with code words. You could ask, where's the soap when you're looking for Darla? You know he won't concern himself with searching for soap. I see what you did there. So true. My God. Uh, All right. Last night, I I, I find myself um, having such great difficulty pulling myself away from working. But I have to actually do it. You know, I have to uh, because what happens is if I feel like I have to because there's always something to do, you know, um, some I keep a list of things that I have to do and I spend as much time as I can trying to accomplish those things when they don't get done. And then I just start it up the next day. Where I run into trouble is I don't want to work anymore. But I kind of don't really have a lot on my plate that I can do outside of working. I mean, I need to put my mind of uh, planning and plotting household chores. Uh, but and something that I can actually get done. You know, instead of sitting here uh, cooped up working on this. Um, now, I didn't actually do anything yesterday work-wise. But I did actually pull myself away from here to sit down and watch another episode of uh, Bad Sports, which is a Netflix documentary series. I don't know if it's Bad Sport or Bad Sports. Came out in 2021. I told you about the first one, uh, which was the basketball player in the point shaving scandal in the uh, mid-90s from uh, Arizona State, uh, Stevan Smith. Yesterday was about Randy Lanier. And I had never heard of this fucker. Holy shit. What you have here, in a nutshell, is a guy who all he wanted to do was be a race car driver. And he was really good at it. The problem is that's a very expensive uh, hobby. Very expensive uh, thing. And he actually um, worked his way to the Indy 500 and finished 10th in like uh, the 1988 Indy 500 or 86 Indy 500 and was the rookie of the year at the Indianapolis 500. Randy Lanier, um, he raced on like a lot of smaller circuits uh, and then worked his way up, you know, and he funded the race car team by being one of the most prolific uh, drug smugglers, pot smugglers ever, ever, and uh, ended up getting busted. And he was, you know, like uh, in the Reagan era, the, uh, the, that laughable war on drugs that they had where if you're bringing in pot and you get busted uh, dealing pot or distributing pot over a certain amount, you are uh, given a life sentence. He was one of those guys, and he spent 27 years incarcerated until we finally um, flipped on that and um, thank God and got all those people who were incarcerated for a long, long time to be free. Uh, he was one of those dudes who was in prison for 27 years when it finally, oh shit, hit the fan. This fucker, um, what started as um, he was just kind of, he'd get a, 
fucking pound of dope and double his money. And this is in the sixties and seventies and make a few thousand bucks. He kept getting more and more involved. And then one day he had enough money to buy a fast, fast ass boat. This is before the war on drugs started. So then he'd drive it down to the Caribbean, fill up the boat with drugs and then bring it back into the U S so it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, uh, finally, as the war on drugs is heating up, he's having a harder and harder time smuggling pot in. Um, so what he does is you ever like uh, see on the ocean, those barges with all the, uh, uh, containers stacked really high like 10 stories high or 7 stories high and there's like a tugboat pushing it across the ocean what he did was he uh, bought one he bought tugboats and a barge and um, on those barges he didn't put any of the drugs in the shipping containers but in the inner workings of the barge I didn't know this, but uh, they they fill the barge uh, with uh, seawater. It's called ballast to keep it from being like all fucked up on the ocean. So it floats the right way. Uh, they welded a big piece of steel between that uh, the lower portion and upper to make a lower portion and an upper portion of the ballast compartment. And it was still functional, but the lower portion, it's like... Uh, uh, 12 feet in height and then there's a steel plate for a ceiling that they welded on and sealed it and then um, they would fill it full of pot and then weld this bottom onto it so he's coming in with um, unbelievable loads of pot uh, some as big as 165,000 tons of pot 165,000 tons and so these giant loads are coming in and he's making, oh, $50 million per load. And um, the last load he ever wanted to run because he needed to fund his IndyCar team uh, was the biggest load he had. The biggest load ever was the 165,000 ton load. And... There's a problem because uh, he gets wind that one of his team got busted for something and was uh, offering state's evidence, turning on him. And so the feds are waiting for this big load to port in Louisiana. And it's like 10 days out from the uh, port. So this guy, Randy Lanier, he radios them and says, fuck that. Um, turn around, go back to the Panama Canal and go all the way to the West Coast and head up to San Francisco. It's going to take six months for them to get to turn around and do all this shit. But the feds don't know where it is. So he does that. Six months later, the weed shows up. But they were at sea for so long, some water got in to the ballast area and um, damaged some of the weed. About 25,000 tons of it. Here's where it gets more fucked up. When weed gets wet, it starts to decompose and it produces uh, methane as the byproduct. So his two iron workers that he has to take the uh, iron lid off of the boat 
to reveal the ballast storage space where all the weed is. They don't know this. And they spark up the torches and start removing the welds and it blows up. And these two fuckers are blown to smithereens of fucking boats listing. It's crazy ass shit. Oh my God. So they're like, ah, fuck those guys. Get the weed. They salvage the rest of the weed. Oh my God. Um, he races, he does well. And then his wife has a baby. And, uh, while he's going to see his wife to, uh, see the baby at the hospital, he sees on the TV, his house being raided. <laughs> like, so this guy leaves. He just, it was at a diner and <laughs> he sees all these cops on his house. Mansion, unbelievable money. And he fucking splits. He like goes uh, to Antigua and he's living like fucking red or not red. Uh, Andy Dufresne in uh, Shawshank. He's got like a small hut and a boat and then that's it. He's all alone. And then uh, one day he notices a seaplane flying over. He's like, oh, that's weird. And sure enough, it's the feds. They got him. And uh, he's walking down the road and all these fucking uh, 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 cops show up and they, uh, they arrest his ass and that was it. Oh my God. Fucking A. This is a complete spoiler, but I love the story so much. It's fantastic. You got, you got to see all these characters, uh, in this special. Cause there's uh there's a ton of just fucking ridiculous characters in this story. Oh man. Uh, Amanda says my Netflix profile says I've watched all these episodes, but I do not remember this. Uh, Radio Voice Linda says, watch The Alpinist on Netflix about a crazy free solo mountain climber. All right. Well, you got to redeem yourself because you recommended I watch the one, the stupid one about the dog, the rich dog, Gunther. Oh, fucking painful. And then uh, I wasn't into the break point one, the tennis thing. They need to do a documentary about fucking pickleball or something. By the way, I think I need to play some pickleball. I think I need to do that. Like everybody on earth is playing pickleball now, except for me. That looks very fun. It looks like giant ping pong to me or small tennis. Uh, When I was talking about uh, the welders getting blown to smithereens. Cole asked, are they okay? Well done. Kenny says you should watch Ted Lasso. You know, everybody tells me that. Everybody tells me that. Um, here's the thing about that. I generally don't like shows like that. I only like... Um, true crime shows and documentaries. And that show looks corny as fucking shit. All right. Very, very corny from what I've seen. All I see is this happy guy who's always in a good mood 
This is from what I viewed about Ted Lasso is um, he's just a really good-natured man, and he's in charge of the soccer team. And the soccer team sucks, and then they suddenly start to win. Radio voice Linda says, I'm the same way, Eric, but I love Ted Lasso. Kenny says his character is corny, but the show is not. Well, is it a feel-good show? Because I fucking hate those. Ryan says, agreed, never watched it, never will. Ryan says, it sounds like Mighty Ducks shit. Kenny says, it's so not about soccer, it just happens to take place around a soccer club. Well, is it a comedy? Or is it just like, hit you in the feels, makes you be happy you're alive? Is it one of those? Is it, I mean... What are we talking about here? And, uh, you know, no offense, but the Mandalorian is shit. I watched that as much as I could handle. I have questions. About this Ted Lasso. I'm not saying I won't like it, but. Is this Kenny? Hey, yeah. So do you laugh when you watch Ted Lasso? The thing is, is that it it pulls out pretty much every emotion um, throughout the course of the show. Uh, You laugh sometimes. You get emotional at others. Uh, It's just, it's its own thing, man. I've never seen any other show like it. You mean you start to cry? I don't start to cry. <laughs> Me personally, but I mean, it pulls at your heartstrings in, in some moments. Oh, that sounds that it that sounds like something that I would just knowing me, I'd be like, okay, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> All right. Um, and then, what type of funny is it? Funny like, uh, uh, you know. A puppy trips on a rock and falls on his face. It's funny, like the writers are fucking brilliant, and it deserves every award that it's won. Period. It's just great, man. It sounds like you want to suck Ted Lasso's dick. <laughs> Why does your brain always go to the penis? <laughs> uh, Chris says I can picture Kenny hugging a pillow in a dark room, tearing up watching Ted Lasso. That's not far from the truth. Oh, <laughs> well, if it makes you happy, uh, that all right. Uh, I, I'm willing to try it, and I, and I must uh, watch it on Apple TV. Is that right? Yeah, that's the funny thing. Is the other day you said you don't even know how to, and you're the one with the iPhone, and I'm the one with the Samsung Android. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. How did you watch it then? I signed up for Apple TV and put it on my Roku. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. How did someone convince you to do this? I mean, take me through it. Uh, you know, everybody was watching. You're like, fuck, I got, I like to cry. I got to try this. 
Well, I have a friend that's basically become like a, a, an adoptive second mom for me. She's an older lady, and I help her with her computers and stuff sometimes. A co coworker, and uh, so she's got an iPhone, and so that's been a challenge. If she has issues with that, I'm oh, like, yeah, I'll try. You can, so, but. Yeah. You can she recommended it, and she was she just kept talking about it. I'm like, all right, I'll give it a try. So you know? yeah, there's a trial for Apple TV, you know. So like, I don't know if it's a month or seven days. Okay. But uh, Cole I intended on keeping it. <laughs> uh, Cole uh, talking about this motherly figure. Uh, he writes, she wants the pipe, Kenny. Give it to her. No, no, that's that's not funny. I, I don't think so either. I, I'm not laughing at that dumb joke. I mean, it, it's legit. Exactly what I said. She's almost like a second mom for me. So, Yeah, Cole. That's ridiculous, Cole. <laughs> no, she's, uh, she, she watches tons of shows, though, and, and she mentions some here and there. It's just that this one, she was just very adamant about it. And, you know, if there's a trial, like, okay, I'll try this. And, you know, I never planned on, you know, getting so into it as I have. But there's just something about it, man. Like, um, they were shopping around in Hollywood or wherever trying to get the show, like, picked up. And everybody turned them down. But Apple took a chance. And everybody else is like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you are all about this show. Yeah, man, it's in its third and supposed to be final season, okay. so. Uh, if you had to choose between The Mandalorian and Ted Lasso, uh, oh, you can only pick one. What? What? Which one? Hand down, Ted Lasso, man. Oh, shut up! I'm serious. The Mandalorian is just a little kid in me that's always loved Star Wars growing up, you know? That's what that's about. Oh, this is like, uh, this, this, this makes you feel like a complete adult. <laughs> it's not about that. I mean, it's just, it's hilarious. I mean, it just is. And it's, uh, wow. I mean, you, you are, you, you, yeah, I, I, you sound like you're in love. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's up there, man. You got me to love Breaking Bad and all that. Uh, but like Ted Lasso, Breaking Bad, they're like tied for like my favorite show of all time. Oh, so. man. All right. Well, you know what? I, 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 I'm willing to try this, and then uh, maybe I will uh, have this personal growth, you know, where I'm uh, uh, singing the praises of this show. But uh, it sounds to me like it would be it'd be it, it'll be tough for, to like convince me to like this show. You know how cynical I am. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. I, I get why you don't like The Mandalorian, and there are some cheesy, you know moments to that especially this season all right well at least they did the right thing and eliminated that one character cara dune because uh, she man, needed to be started. she uh, needed to be eliminated she needed to be canceled for her big fat fucking mouth i disagree all right have a good one <laughs> you too, man. see ya <laughs> oh ted <laughs> ted you wore my heart. Oh, 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 that's the sweetest fucking thing I've ever heard. I'm so glad that mom number two recommended this one. <laughs> it's just a winner. All right.
There you go. How the hell did I get on this? Oh, I was talking about uh, the Randy Lanier story. Spectacular. Uh, he's out of jail now. Oh, Obama. Oh, Barack Obama. Uh, Flip the switch. What a dumb time that was. It's really crazy to think the amount of uh, uh, resources that were wasted during the quote unquote war on drugs. And now, uh, the fact that um, we live in a in a world where, if I wanted to, in thirty minutes, I could go to a legitimate business and uh, uh, pay on pay for pot that is taxed accordingly by the government and one hundred percent legit. I think cops are high now. I think cops. Turn a blind eye to when you're just smoking it. I swear to God, when I'm driving, I can tell, I've talked about this, when the motorist in front of me has a lit joint or something uh, burning in their car. I can smell it with cigarettes, too. But uh, it pot is even more easy to detect when I'm driving behind someone who's smoking pot or has pot lit in the car. All right. Uh, thank you for enjoying the show uh, live as I do every morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. But some of you are getting the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm going to kick you all out. I mean, you, 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 there's still an hour and 25 minutes of show left. If you want it live as it happens uninterrupted, Simply go to the free spot, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Uh, create your little username so you can contribute on the chat and leave comments and we can have a good time. It is asshole free uh, ever since the great Zaniac Exodus of 2022. And uh, follow the page so you know when I go live. Also, link up your Amazon Prime account. Once you do that, you can subscribe. Follow, subscribe. Two different things. Once you subscribe, you get the show as it happens with no commercial interruption. Otherwise, Amazon will throw in some commercials here and there. But uh, you can bypass all that by linking up your Amazon Prime account and uh, doing it that way. Or if you choose uh, paying a few bucks, which, whatever. If you do it, great. If not... Uh, that's fine too. Or it's all free. Just sit through the commercials. I don't, I don't care. As long as you're here, that's all that matters. So there you go. As always, the audio of what I'm saying right now becomes the free podcast available wherever you download shows. So that might be Apple podcasts or Spotify or iHeart. I'm on all of them. You can reach me via the Shoreliners striping inbox. Eric at EricZaneShow.com is how you do that. I got a website with merch, EricZaneShow.com. Just click on merch, get yourself a t-shirt. I've got, uh, I do cameos, cameo.com slash EricZane. And of course, a Patreon podcast, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, Patreon.com slash EricZane. Ad-free, listener-supported Patreon with hours and hours of additional content for you. If the free podcast just isn't enough, what did I see the other day? Um, I frequent the um, Free Beer and Hot Wings show subreddit. And um, 
they were in a discussion over there. This is really strange. Somebody was bitching about Kelly again, which a lot of people do on there. I don't know why. I find that to be silly. Um, I've said it before, and I've, I'll say it again. She is the content driver on that show. Greg and Chris should give her a raise. They should pay her uh, what they were paying me because of how she drives the content. Now, you can sit around and make fun and say, I hate her, I hate her, I hate her. But in my experience, for the person who is uh, has people saying, I hate, I hate, I hate. Equally, there's, I love, I love, I love. That's what I experienced. Uh, and like I said, some hater, some lover. I know that this is my favorite part. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> yes. I could listen to that all day. But the people on there don't like her. And, um, it's completely unfounded, in my opinion. Um, so there's various bits of back and forth. And then... Uh, who was it? It was that dude, uh, D Squarius Green, Jr., who just recently was turned on to our my show here. He made a comment that I was like, "Oh fuck, this is not going to bode well." He wrote, "I'll probably get downvoted to the, to hell for this, but I actually just started listening to Zane's podcast, and it's pretty good. Almost has the feel of the old show." Now, typically. You, uh, people hit the down button and then you, that my, whenever my name comes up, it gets people just rip me a new one. And, and that's usually the case, but for some reason, not with this one. And, um, a lot of people voted it up and I was like, well, that's shocking. And then this other person wrote, I canceled my subscription to free beer and hot ones this week and signed up with Zane. He must've signed up on Patreon. Thank you. Uh, I don't know who you are. It just says, uh, uh, Reddit handle, so I'm not sure which person you are. He says, Freeburn Hot Wings is not what it was for several reasons. Zane's show is by far better. Oh, that, I'll tell you what, that made me, that put wind in my sails to see that. Um, D Square is green, says, go back and listen to episode 940. Hilarious story about Zane's brother-in-law and definitely has the feel of the type of story they used to tell on Freeburn Hot Wings. Thank you, I appreciate that. And that is the infamous Gary Men's Warehouse. Uh, never forget 940. I appreciate that. Um, the way I do this show is um, I'm so used to being alone. It's a real learning curve to be able to sense when to start talking, uh, to, to make it so it's not awkward. Uh, be careful about that. It's not easy to do. But I think I got it. I think I got it. And uh, so to anyone who's dogging on Kelly, that is 
That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, free beer. I remember what, though? <laughs> I could listen to this all day. Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little obnoxious. That's so expensive. You people got to lighten up. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four crust. Cripple. I got a message from Trevor. He writes, Eric Zane, I just listened to the episode of Who Are These Podcasts, and you mentioned doing a Patreon show called Who Are These Free Beers. Man, I think this would be a smash for you. Look at the numbers you get with any Free Beer and Halloween's drama. Uh, I, um, I, for one, would be so excited for it. I wrote, it's definitely going to happen. It's confirmed. I'm not sure how often it will happen, but I will definitely do episodes of who are these free beers. Trevor says, so excited. I think it's going to be a big hit. Uh, I know one, this is, uh, he goes, I know one thing for sure. This will get Reddit buzzing. I don't have a timeline uh, yet. What I'm doing is, um, compiling footage of things that I can park on for the first edition of who are these free beers. It will take time. And I don't even know who I will collaborate with in order to do it. Uh, Ryan. Oh no. Hold on a second. Uh, in fact, I don't even know if I want to mention this. Ryan, yeah, I do. You got your hands on a piece of audio not long ago. Um, Because Ryan has a pal who uh, does that Trump voice. And uh, didn't you have someone butt dial you and they couldn't believe that Trump answered the phone? Can you send me that audio? Uh, I don't know if you sent it on uh, text, but could you, if if it was like an email or whatever, can you resend that? I definitely want to play that because I was thinking about that the other day and I did not actually play that. I need that. All right. Focus, Eric. Focus. So I'm going to kick you all who are watching on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube out. Thank you. Have a great day. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Twitter at Eric Zane Show. Follow me on YouTube as well. Uh, These are all free things you can do to um, help the show grow. Just like and follow all that shit. Uh, Yesterday, Team Knuckle Dragger, I encountered those dudes over at uh, the YMCA. I think they're getting more ripped. In particular, Andy. Now, Andy is just a few years older than me. But I cannot get over how jacked this dude is. Um, I saw him. It looked like to be four or 500 pounds. He was deadlifting. Wow. Um, and just built like a brick shithouse. This guy is so jacked that I wouldn't be surprised if when he goes home, he just walks around nude and flexes in the mirror. 
Unbelievable. Um, and if it, it wasn't for his train wrecked face, you'd think he was 25 years old and his horrible haircut. Because when you're built like that, you have to have a shithead haircut. And he absolutely does. So I see him and his equally gigantic friend, Brian. And uh, Brian kind of gets a pass because he's more subtle and is making fun of me. But uh, Andy is really obnoxious in a good way. Now, these guys spend like three hours a day every day. And uh, they everybody knows them. It's like Norm at the bar uh, Cheers, you know. And uh, they, they're friends with everybody and they're, they're helpful to everybody. Uh, but I bust their balls and they bust my balls. And it was hilarious because um, there was a moment not long ago when he said, not only insinuated that I was fat as shit, but that my dick was small. And then I went ahead and didn't show up for two weeks after that because of different reasons. But Brian was like, you hurt his feelings. So he was going to call me and apologize. I was like, no, you fucking dick. No, I just didn't feel like coming. I didn't want to be here. I was busy. I have a life. Um, yeah, we, we thought we heard. I go, dude, there is no way any of you morons. Do you realize what I do for a living? There is no one that exists on planet Earth who could hurt my feelings. And if they did, I would never lead on that they hurt my feelings. Are you kidding me? And you're too stupid. There's no way you could come up with an insult that would be witty enough that could ever cause me to go, oh, what? I go, no, dude. You, and, Oh, we were worried. I was going to call you. I go, no, you fucking idiot. Uh, but I walk up to him uh, yesterday and I go, because uh, I was there on Monday and then Tuesday, I was going to go as well. But this is why I will always be better than these people. Always. They may be all ripped and strong and shit, but this is why I will always be superior to them and everyone else on the planet. The queen of the forest walks in at around five. I'm hoping to be out the door by five 30. And she says, I would really like to go on a Tuesday night date with you to go get some sushi. I'm in the mood for sushi. No, I am not hungry, nor do I want to go get sushi. I don't want to do any of that shit. What did I say? Did I say, well, I got to go out with the guys and get my workout in because I'm a fucking dick. No. I said, oh, my God. I thought you'd never ask. That sounds wonderful. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah, that's so sweet. We can go out. I'll get a Moscow mule, and then we'll have that egg drop soup that we like, that we just love. We'll just share a bowl. Yeah. And then, okay. Uh, that tempered California roll they have is so good. And I think they have a special on Tuesdays. It's buy a roll, get a roll free. I go, fiscally responsible. This idea is incredible. Yeah. I didn't even mention anything about the workout. We went. Ate the sushi. 
Okay. And she, uh, she goes, how about some ice cream afterwards? I go, what? Well, of course. Cold stone. I go, yeah. It's right across the street. I go, yeah, of course. Oh, this has been so much fun. I go, I know it. I love it. We get home around 730. Go to bed. The next day, yesterday, I see them. And I said, hey, I would have been here yesterday. But my wife wanted to go out to eat for sushi. So I said, fuck you. Andy says, seriously, man. How are you comfortable with being so sub-average in your life? He goes, everything you do is subpar. I just laughed in his face and I go, I, it was just hysterical. Well, it's hysterical that he, he says it and it's a funny line. It, it really was. It made me laugh. And, uh, uh, then he brought up again that at one point he offended me and I go, no, you never offended me. It's impo- You cannot offend me. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell him, but it's like, you're just not smart enough to offend me. You don't have the common sense that I have. You're much dim you're much dimmer than i am i'm dim but you're super dim and uh i go well no i go of course i went with my wife as opposed to going to the stupid gym i go i i I go i answered to no one except her this is i go how do you think i've been married this is where we're in our fifth decade of marriage fifth been uh well not marriage together We've been together in the 80s, 90s, the aughts, the aught tens, and the aught twenties. Parts of five decades and more than three whole decades. Don't tell me that I'm subpar or below average, you fuck stick. Are you out of your mind? This is why I'm a winner. Oh, that was great. And this is all happening on the gym floor, and he's obnoxiously loud about it. Ugh. Maureen says, oh my God, you're killing me with the impression of Diana. Radio voice Linda says she doesn't have a lisp in real life, but it works in the impression. Thank you. Uh, Chris says, inversely proportional. The bigger the belly, the smaller the PP. That's the joke they said about me. Chris says, are you saying you're a great husband? Well, you see, only if a few people can say that. And if I actually went and said, I'm a great husband, actually those words, uh, I'm fear, I would fear that the curse of free beer would overtake my life. The amount of times that Greg would announce on the radio that he's a great husband. God, that was awkward. So bad. It happened again and again and again and again until finally Hot Wings and I said, dude, what the fuck? Who says that? There's no one on the planet who says that. And uh, he stopped saying it. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw this 
But at his, uh, it was so cringeworthy. Linda sent me a picture. Smug Beer took a picture of himself at a recent live show. And the shirt he's wearing now, this guy never learns. He's such a fucking twat. It says trophy husband on it. Now, I know that that's stupid and tongue in cheek, but I can guarantee you he believes that. He's that level of arrogant. <laughs> uh, Chris says, you have the scoreboard. You don't need to say it. Thank you. Jesse says, only great husbands get divorced. Yeah, you could have been that great because uh, she went ahead and uh, got a new dude. You idiot. Amy says, well, he is a great husband, just to a different wife. By the way, I have a clip of smug beer that I'm saving for Friday on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. And uh, I can't wait to share it with you. It is of our pal smug beer that I will play for Ben that Oh, was this, this a mess? Um, Florida man, eight fourteen is, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about that. He's suggesting that people on Reddit are, uh, suggesting that his wife was doing something on the side. I, I don't know about that. I have no idea. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go down. I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't rely on that. Um, Interesting. I just know that when it all went down, um, someone that I know interacted with her and she said, yep, 20 odd years is enough. I've had it. Now, if you're a great husband and your wife says, that's enough, clearly you were the opposite of great. Kenny says, didn't she take vacations without him? Yes, that, <laughs> that did happen. And we were all howlings and I was like, what the fuck's up with that, man? That was weird. All right. I haven't even gotten to like everything that I wanted to talk about in this intro, but I got to, I got to move on here. I got to catch up on some ads. I'm way behind. There's only an hour and four minutes left in this show. And I haven't even, I haven't made any fucking money. Okay. If you like this show and you think Eric Zane's giving it is all I can get behind this, please consider throwing five or 10 bucks a month my way on Patreon. Now that isn't just a charity thing. I bust my ass on my Patreon so that you have hours and hours of content each week. I put 11 shows a week on there. Five Patreon bonus podcasts Monday through Friday, which is an extension of this, but no commercials. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia on Tuesdays with Dale. I post my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100, known as the Insane Asylum, on there. Two editions of the Lost Zane Recordings. Who are these Zanes with Ben Glaze and the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast? That's a lot. 
But when this is what you do for a living, you need to post a lot. So do consider joining me on uh, ad-free, listener-supported Patreon. I suggest trying it for one month. Either the audio for five bucks a month or the audio video live streams for 10 bucks a month. In fact, sign up for one month and then right after you're done signing up, cancel it. So that if you don't like it, it will not renew in one month. You get the month regardless of whether you cancel it or not. And then you're like, oh no, I love it. You can either re-sign up, no problem, or sign up for a full year. And I'll take 10% off of the cost. Nobody does that. No one. No one rewards the audience like I do. No one makes it as simple as fuck to sign up and quit. And I encourage you to do that. Because if it sucks dick, I don't want you paying for it anymore. Now, yes, if you do spend five or 10 bucks and you're like, this sucks dick, uh, I'm not going to give you that back. I am going to keep that. Because you still get the month. Hell, listen to it and tell you, show you, play it for your friends how shitty it is. But it's not. I trust that you'll like it. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of today's show is brought to you by Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Um, BlueFrostIT.com, 616-285-50. 616-285-50. If you have a small or medium-sized business and you want to um, improve your tech, don't just start running over to Best Buy or buying shit online. Uh, sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT. Tell them what you do at your business so they can appropriately set you up with your next uh, wave of technology that you're purchasing to make your business more efficient. Don't just do it on your own. Blue Frost IT. You need a mortgage? Michigan's uh, Michigan and the United States' number one mortgage expert. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. Mortgages from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Alaska, Maine, Ho- uh, Hawaii, and South Carolina. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. What is it, Bruce? Go sit with your sister. I do cameos. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. They're 20 bucks a pop, and they're awesome. I love doing cameos, and I can do them uh, live. Right here. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling wants to tune up your AC. If you're in West Michigan, give him 79 bucks. Have him tune up your AC. Because if you don't, that thing's got to be running uh, with a layer of shit on those fins on the uh, fan outside of your home, which means it's harder for it to pull in air to cool, which means when it works harder, it's going to be less efficient, cost you more in energy costs, and will work harder more than it needs to and could potentially break down over time shortens the life of your ac if you don't get it tuned every year do not sidestep this 
516-8579 for A&E Heating and Cooling. Okay? And last but not least, until I bring in Kyle for another edition of Let's Kill with Kyle from Dumpster Divers, Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV, 616-532-6600, the authority in West Michigan for getting vehicles repaired. Now, this isn't some shithole where you walk in, there's a fat fuck grease monkey working on a changing someone's oil and no one's at the front desk. He uh, pulls up his pants so his ass crack isn't showing, picks his nose, walks in, yeah, what do you want? Now, fuck that. This is a top-end, mom-and-pop, lady veteran-owned establishment with the finest lobby and coffee machine in West Michigan. They are on forty or off 44th Street, just three blocks east of 131 Side Street called Stafford. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Call them at 616-532-6600. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, free loaner cars, this is who you call to get your vehicle repaired. Kyle gave me a landline number this time because we've had nothing but horrible luck in getting him on the last couple of weeks. Exam. Oh, listen to how wonderful that sounds. It's fucking Wendy. Uh, you're at, on a landline at the, uh, at, at the office. No, well, so it's not a landline, but it is the office phone because fucking, yeah, I, I was like, this one's going to work. So I was like, why not even going to risk the other one? At this point, I feel like I could just fucking come to your house every Thursday and yeah. we get all hooked up and then probably the fucking mic wouldn't work. You know oh, yeah, I mean? yeah. Uh, you, you'd be, you'd have better luck uh, getting your voice heard if you just screamed out the window. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, uh, welcome back, and uh, what's going on in your world, man? Uh, just, just fucking living there, Zane. I will tell you this. I was just outside. We're getting the trucks ready to roll and everything like that, and yeah. uh, drug hooker lady was there, and um, she was sitting out there. I was like, I got, I'm going to go up there. But here's what happened, Eric Zane. Um, Tony was a little bit late this morning because there was a crash at 131. And um, I did. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to how close drug hooker lady was to me. But I said rather loudly, I was like, "Yeah, it's probably some probably some women who ran into each other." And Tony was like, "You know what? It was it was two women that slammed into each other." And then drug hooker lady. I don't know if she heard that and got pissed because she's part. She's a feminist, maybe. Oh. But she took fucking off after that. Baby. Well, yeah. So just so everybody who doesn't know, the lady drives into the parking lot. And just waits there? And, ju- and just and just waits there, just waiting for her druggies. Okay. Yeah, if you could, next time you see her, give, give me a give me a like a uh a paparazzi type image or video. I, I need to see this drug hooker lady. I gotta there. do it. I, I, why didn't I think of it? Yeah, I should have took a pic. And next time, here's what yeah, I'm gonna start doing some like uh what are those guys called? I'm gonna be a private investigator. I'm gonna yeah. buy myself one of those big ass cameras. And I'm going to hide, just hide behind the corner of the building and just snap pictures. And then I'll just deliver them to you in an envelope. Yeah, yeah, because she's already, like, aware that you're hunting her down. He'll just walk up to her and say, hey, bitch, and just take a picture of her. <laughs> hey, bitch. For sure. Uh, all right. Um, so, yeah, you got that going on. And uh, and, and what, uh, what have you been uh, catching up on in the news that's caught your eye? Oh, let me tell you this, Eric Zane. Um, I found some. 
I found some good stuff like I usually do. Um, well, hold on while I pull this up, though. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, what are you feeling about the draft tonight? Tell me your predictions. That's, I'm glad you asked that because um, I, I was going to ask you. So I there's that kid from Georgia who uh, he was involved in that traffic crazy race and his friends died and then he lied. Yeah, I want him. Yeah, I want him to pick him because he's a liar. Yeah, I mean straight up. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's it's. I, I kind of want that guy just for like skills. Yeah, but also like yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, you want is, you killed the dude. Yeah, I want that ruthless fucker on my team. Yeah, right. Just out there, just car crashing. And oh yeah. In sure. fact, when they draft him, they should say, "We want you because you killed someone." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'll be honest with you. Yes, that's who they should pick. I mean, uh, you hear all these stupid assholes saying, oh, yeah, it's a character issue. No, you want bad characters. So we have shit to talk about. I know. Look, if you think about fucking like the old days, like the 70s and 80s and stuff, maybe not some, the 90s, I, I believe, based on my ability to understand football, was like, the, the pussification um, began in the 90s, but like the 70s and 80s and stuff, where even before that, when like those dudes like wanted to hurt people, you know what I mean? Like yeah. dick butt kids, oh, yeah. like those guys were just fucking lighting dudes off on purpose, you know what I mean? Yeah, and these it's are just, it's funny how it's evolved. We need more criminals playing the game, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. It's just like, good for value. Uh, Jameson Williams, you know, he's gambling. They, they oh, should have. Yeah. When I fucking saw that, I was like, come on, NFL, dude. <laughs> I know. It's like everybody, they have betting kiosks at the arena, at the I stadium. Know. At the stadium, you can go and gamble on the fucking team. And this cocksucker makes a bet on a college game and it happens to be like in the fucking training room bathroom or some shit. And he loses $7 million. I know. And it's like, okay, I mean, sure. Like, maybe it's like a, a rule. Well, it sounds like it is a rule or like a bylaw or whatever. But, like, well, yeah. Like, why even fucking invent it? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, what's, I, I get it. Like, you know, I would say don't bet on NFL games and, like, that's like a rule. But I mean, like, yeah, college games. Like, who's going to, you know what I mean? Like, when you get, like, an employee handbook at, like, any job you start, like, you don't read all that shit. Like, you can't yeah. because your, your brain is not. You, your brain can't read all that at one time and right remember on. it. And then it's like, it's like, he's like, oh, fuck, I was, I was at the, the, the place. And it's like, why is that even a fucking thing, dude? Hey, I got to call you back. Okay. I got a puppy in my arms and she's got to take a dump. All right, yeah, yeah, call me back. Yeah, dude. I'll call you back in a few minutes, okay? When she, when she has to take a shit, it's game over. All right, hey, I'm with you, dude. Okay. Hey, go do it. I'm you don't want you. that shit on the carpet. Yo, for sure, man. Thank you. Hang on. I'll call you. Okay, so this is the first. She started whining. I'll be right back. And then we're gonna I'm gonna finish my time with Kyle. Wow. That puppy uh was distracted. She will not go poo on my lawn. She walks to the neighbors and poops. And then, like, if she's walking over there, I'll pick her up, take her back to our place, and then she walks back. She And she won't go on my property. What the fuck? Let's see. 
Ryan, before I get Kyle back in here, he writes, uh, and by the way, she's getting um, very good. She's uh, She whines. She says, I have to go to the bathroom. Let me out. Cole says, it's the neighbor's lawn. Means you don't have to pick it up. No, that would be a bad deal. I always clean up after myself. I always feel bad that the dog shits, and then I immediately clean it up, and there's always a little bit of uh, leftover residue dog ass on the blades of grass. I oftentimes feel oftentimes feel bad about that. Could that be more cute that right now she's climbing on Bruce and O'Neill to go to sleep because she likes laying next to her brothers? It's fantastic. I am blessed. Ryan, I, I saw this, and I wasn't sure. Um uh, it says, when you got shit canned from GRD, I emailed Russ Hines to protest. Instead of responding, he emailed it to Smugbeer. And he responded that people like me were not why they made their show. I, I just dug up that embarrassing email exchange. Please make that available to me. Please make that available to me. Linda says, wow, Ryan, what a dick he truly is. Kenny says, Freebear responded to it. Tyler says, wow, I thought emails like that were just ignored usually, LOL. Oh, Ryan, that has to be shared, LOL. Oh, get me that shit. Bring in my man Kyle again for uh, our second half of uh let's kill with kyle from dumpster divers um uh, the one dude on reddit was like hey tell me about some of the segments that happen each week and this is one of those jesse says posted on the free beer and hot wings reddit page oh fuck i'm not telling you not to probably just got down uh okay call kyle Phone, but if you leave your oh, name of course. and a brief message, we'll get back to you as soon as possible. You can... Hang on a second here. I'll text him. Yo, yo. Period. I just called and it went to voicemail. Period. Quit being a twat. Yo, yeah, okay, Yo. I'm I'm done. I just uh I sent you a nasty text too. Uh, uh yeah, I just seen it come in. What, what did you fucking say, dude? I, I wrote I just called and oh, went to okay. voicemail. Quit being a twat. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, somebody else was calling too, so it might have it might have just been like you called at the exact same time. So what's it like on your end when someone calls and starts asking way too many questions about dumpsters? I mean it's pretty simple. You just yeah, I just tell him to fuck off. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm I'm like a pretty customer service, I guess you'd say. So I just answer the questions and just try to go to the bathroom and stuff. Uh, yeah, I remember customer service, Kyle. That was when because when I because when you first when I first met you, 
It was when oh, Di- yeah. Diana hired you to bring the dumpster over. And she was like, oh, I love this guy. He's just fantastic. You're going to love him. Uh, <laughs> and so you charmed her. I think she would have had sex with you if she, if, if. Uh, and so then uh, that, that was it. From then, we've been fast friends ever since then. Ever since. And I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't even know how long ago that was. I feel like it was like several years at this point. It was at least two years. Yeah, for sure. Um, you uh, did, did I see you were planning on bringing your podcast back? Yeah, yep. Yeah, and uh, the end of May, we're fucking starting her back up, baby. Well, okay. So uh, you're, you've got more time on your hands? I mean, how, how come you quit in the first place? Yeah, yeah. I got more time, and um, I got... Uh, I just got like the okay, I guess you'd say. You know what I mean? Like uh, okay, you know, you end up you're in a family and you got like stuff to do and you've got like you know blah 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 all this stuff and I'm like we gotta get back to it. And, yeah, and, okay. And, yeah. yeah, you got things to say, things to do, man, and you've got yeah, man, thousands of fans that need to hear from you. Exactly, thousands. Yeah. Dude. All right, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, okay, uh, so what else is going on that you want to touch on here? So check this out. Now, where did I put my phone? Um, Eric, saying you're a you're a lover of bulldogs, right? Yes, sir. I just got a new one. Yeah, yeah. That's what I, I was like. I know he fucking loves those bulldogs, dude. So get this. Um, do you know that there's a beautiful bulldog competition, and this one fucking bulldog just won it? I, you know what? I am aware of this. I, uh, I, I think I even know the name of the uh, of the of the winner. Yeah, it's yeah, Pat. And I don't know who the fuck Patch is, and I also don't know why um, the writer of this article just assumes that everybody else knows who Patch is because it just fucking doesn't even explain who Patch. It's just like Patch won it, dude. And I'm, I'm just sitting here like, who's Patch? Yeah, um, I I saw it. Patch is the uh, uh, won the thing, and uh, they they give the dog a crown. It was a really fantastic looking bulldog. I loved it. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture right now. That's a that's a cute fucking bulldog, I will say. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They they just they just don't uh, live a long time because they they can't fucking breathe. They live like three hours. Oh, uh, <laughs> I know. You know, I I actually have in like separate times like read about how bulldog. I think it was bulldog. I know it was. Um, what's those other little dogs that are like bulldogs but tinier? French bulldogs. Maybe one of the, one of those dogs, like the breed, was just like a result of like too much, oh yeah, like cross dog fucking. Oh, it, so it, like it, the face, like the literally like the nose part was like not like sustainable for living. Oh, but they fucking did it, yeah. and the dog has issues. You would have a better chance of breathing on the moon than a bulldog would on a summer day. It's <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, there's that, which is not very exciting at all. But then listen to this, Eric Zane. Um, listen to uh, just oh fuck, where am I right now? Listen to this headline. This headline has some of the most action I've ever seen. A woman gets 21 years for trying to kill her doppelganger with poison cheesecake. <laughs> now, Eric Zane, I don't know if you know a lot about journalism, but that's how you write a fucking. Uh, title right there. I know that is that was a great and in fact I was really drawn to that story too I uh and I I I was all about it because for some reason she thought that the chick who specialized in makeup had a better life than her 
and and fucking poison the poison the goddamn. And then she's like, "Oh, would you like a piece?" And then she ate a good piece. And then the the chick she wanted to kill ate the fuck that she gave her two slices. That's fucking crazy. But I know cheesecake is like that's like I'm not sure if I've ever seen cheesecake as a vehicle for destruction. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. And I, I'm I'm curious. Is it like did she like uh uh. uh just pour it on there? Did she sprinkle it on like it was graham cracker crumbs or some shit or what? I know. How does one do it? How does one poison a cheesecake? Is it in the soft part or is it in the crust? Right. These are questions we'll never know unless we ask uh, Victoria uh, Nasirova. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> a, that was a disaster story. And they ended up catching the chick because the, the one chick didn't die. The she one, didn't die? The, the oh, one who fuck. ate the cheesecake actually didn't die. She like, oh shit, dude! It fucked her up, but uh, it, she, it didn't kill her. So that is that's awesome, dude. You gotta give it up for the fucking Russians, dude. They're just fucking keeping the world interesting right now. Yeah, no, I'm just fucking around. No, it's true. It's true. I I I, I love this story. I was rooting for the woman who poisoned the cheesecake in the story. <laughs> I know that's a that's a fuck. I'm just saying that's a ballsy fucking move. <laughs> Have you ever thought about what it would be like? To uh, pull off a, a stunt like that to someone that you hate, I, you know what I mean. Like, here's the thing: I don't, you know, I don't know if you can remember this, Eric Zane, because when you're a fucking kid, you know, it, I'm like what 33, and I can like barely remember like a, not like a lot of my childhood. I wasn't like you know scarred or anything. But if you can remember when you were a kid and like you were in elementary school and like somebody that you hated like did something bad to you and you fucking just went nuts on them yeah like that pure like unadulterated just like rage that you oh yeah could, like act out and uh, that yeah i mean nowadays like i don't really do that but like i know exactly what you mean just to like have that fucking like, i'm like, about to get this revenge baby oh yeah i am sweet. i am a revenge junkie in fact <laughs> every night i go to bed and i'm like okay uh, let's say I've got a magic teleporting power and I can just teleport to right where my adversary is, choke him out and then teleport away. No one will know. And I spent 24 hours just teleporting to each place and taking out people that I know hate me. <laughs> so you've got, you've got 24 hours worth of adversaries. Oh yeah. Just a rampage throughout the country. Be like, how did he <laughs> yeah. die? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're teleport, you could probably hit, I don't know, 60, 65 people in an hour. Oh, it'd be <laughs> fucking incredible. Yeah. Just, yeah, I, I'm all about it. I, it's, it's been uh, what powers my dreams for decades. <laughs> what powers my dreams for decades. I like that. Yep. Yep. Um, Okay, anything else? Yeah, and then get this, Eric Zane. This is another good headline. Um, and it, actually, this this guy, whoever this is, is like my kind of people. It says uh, German court, and then a semi or a colon. It says naked landlord doesn't justify lower rent. So what fucking happened here is these these this German dude uh, is a landlord, and he just decided, you know what? This is my fucking building. I'm going to go outside butt-ass naked and fucking sunbathe, and I don't care what anybody who lives in this fucking building thinks about it. But the people got pissed, dude. I mean, they're, they're German people, so they're like, we will not stand for this. <laughs> and they fucking uh, tried to sue his ass, and you can't get lower rent for um, if, if your landlord's just butt-ass naked outside. So, wait, they the landlord, uh, so the people living in the building, he's outside of the building, nude, on his own property, 
Just butt balls and dick outside. Yep. Okay. And I, what's weird is, I mean, like if you and I did that, we'd be arrested for indecent exposure, even if it was on our own property. Yeah, dude. In Germany, dude, different fucking ball. No, no. <laughs> they can they can kill babies and they can walk around nude. They can. And that's yeah. And that's uh, and they they're, they're digging it over there, dude. And they, yeah, this judge was straight up just like, yeah, you guys are not going to have success with this. I'm like, that's fucking awesome, dude. Did you ever wonder about the idea that you know during Nazi Germany times during Nazism? Uh, I was always very suspicious about how um, they just turn the switch and suddenly they're not Nazis. Uh-huh. Same thing with same thing with Japan. You know, all of a sudden they're not slaughtering the Chinese people. I've always been like, uh, are they like biding their time, waiting for the right moment to turn the switch back the other way? Because it seems and very, you know what down. I mean. Like uh, uh, so quickly they they went from it would be like uh, all these MAGA people suddenly turning around and saying we love Joe Biden you know it wouldn't it, it doesn't it doesn't make sense. I know it just it just doesn't happen. I know I know one hundred percent what you mean. All right, well, all right. I appreciate you very much. Is there anything else you want to conclude with, Kyle? Nope, Eric Zane. I'll fucking uh, virtually see you tonight as we watch the NFL draft and see what the fuck's going on. Yeah. All right. I appreciate. It. Hey, one more thing. How do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to do in New York? Uh dude, he's gonna fucking he's gonna get tore up. I mean, <laughs> the, the Jets just fucking suck. And I mean, fucking. It's funny because Brett Favre did the exact same thing. Like he left the Packers and went to the Jets or whatever. Yeah. I mean, a little bit different because he like retired first or whatever. But yeah, he's in a fucking. He's going to go eight and nine and just everyone's going to be like, we want Aaron Rodgers out of here. Yeah. That, I can't wait for that to happen. I, I'm, I I'm, I'm right there with you. All right, Kyle, thank you very much. Tell everybody I said hi. All right. Love everybody. And Ducey. Yes. Kyle dumpster divers. People are like, how did he get on the show? Well, like, well, have you heard him? He's the easiest person in the world to talk to. He's gotten better because I remember when he first started talking. Yeah, there's a couple of times like, dude, you've got to give me a shorter version of that. That's just, too, those are too many words. Too many words. We must be brief. We must be brief. There's only one person in the audience who's capable of talking for a long time. And somehow managing to not be boring. And that is me. But you have to realize that I'm better than all of you at this. There's very little that I'm better than you at. In whatever line of work you do, I'm not better than you in that. Puppy dog just knocked over a microphone. Hey, no. No, no, no. Get out of there. Get out. She's on the move, and that's not good. Yeah, just lay down there. You got that nice bed. You just went potty. It's all good, honey pie. Yeah, the amount of rolls on that dog, the the amount of loose skin that is on that dog. She, I'm telling you, she could make another dog. <sighs> Love her so much. Um, I don't remember the fuck I was saying. Something about me being better than everybody at this. Oh, 
when it comes to talking. God. If you've ever watched me on a live stream, there's a particular point that if I, like on the Ben and Eric show, Ben made the mistake of uh, bringing up with Maureen about something to do with Ticketmaster. Oh, no. And after about 15 seconds, I was like, okay. The alarms are going off in my head. It's like, this is shit. It's a horrible conversation between these two. And uh, I actually jumped in and said, oh, yeah, I I feel like I want to hang myself. Uh, You guys got to stop. I always try to listen to the voice in my head. It happens with uh, several people that I know. And um, I want you to know that we need to be brief at all times. Short bursts of of ammunition flying out of your mouth. Too much of any one thing is a bad thing, with the exception of me. And if you ever watch the show, you'll notice that you can tell when I'm starting to get uncomfortable. When the the hairs are going up in the back of my neck and the alarms are going off, I was like, oh, God, jump in. Jump in. Do it now. You know who's really good at that? Jim Rome. Jim Rome, when people who call his show, and they usually suck, are talking, and they're in the weeds. They're being boring. They're being shitty. Um, He'll go, yeah, that's right. I agree. He'll, like, cut them off and hang up on them. And it'll try, he'll try not to make it sound awkward, but it's so abrupt, it's impossible. He'll go, let me jump in right there. And, uh, yeah, I totally agree. With, he'll, like, try to not – he'll let them down easy. I would never do that. I would always just say, oh, Jesus, fuck. My God, what are you doing? Stop. To me, that's more entertaining. You must break their spirit to train them. You must say, what the fuck's going on? Stop. February 16th, 2016. Ryan writes to then GM Russ Hines. Russ, maybe it's time to stop fooling around with Connie and Curtis on 95.7 and do your job, Ryan wrote seven years ago. I guess he would go on the air with Connie and Curtis regularly. (laughs) He writes, reinstate Eric Zane immediately. Admit you and your chums are wrong. It was just a funny story about a shot clock. I'm sure a bunch of dumb stuff has been going on behind the scenes that led to this, but Eric Zane was the best part of that show. And I doubt I'm alone in that opinion. Hot Wings cannot carry that show. Anyway, uh, I'll make sure my next book is marked on another show and radio group since you spend your time pretending to be a morning host on Connie and Curtis instead of making good sound decisions. By the way, you're very bad at that. Leave it to the pros. Oh, you don't have a voice for radio. What? You really? You don't think, hi, Connie and Curtis? Sounds good? 
Hope you're enjoying this PR nightmare you help facilitate. I will no longer be getting to be listening to GRD or any town square stations until I hear some positive news from this despicable decision. I guess Russ then sent it off to Greg. Greg wrote Ryan saw your note to the radio station. It's an honor to all of us that anyone would fight for one of us like that. And I suspect very humbling to Eric, but on what you said in your email, your threat will do far more harm to the four of us who remain on the show than it will to bring him back. I would never make an effort to exert influence on who you, you, your report listening to. But if you don't listen to us out of spite or simply lie in your reporting, that would only hurt us. Greg's assuming that Ryan um, is not upset with him, I guess. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, I guess. Of course, if you hate the show now, then that's okay, too. We've never been for everybody, and we don't make shows to appease someone like you. Just so you know, none of us that are still on the show asked to be in this situation. Sign Greg. Okay. To me, that last line is, it's all Eric's fault. That's the only thing that stands out to me with this. Everything uh, prior to that seems above board. Just so you know, none of us that are still on the show asked to be in this situation. Ryan wrote back, Greg, I think it would be easier for listeners to stomach if we had an understanding on some level of closure on what the hell happened. Also, shame on Russ Hines for not responding to my message directly. Sorry, you're doing his bitch work. <laughs> Having worked in media for a decade, I get it. You can't say certain things. Choosing to listen to your show has nothing to do with spite. It has everything to do with the best member of your show, which shit can, and it will be dreadful without that member. Also, Russ is clearly a dickbag who desperately wants to be on 95.7. I can't imagine why anyone would want him to interrupt their show like he does. Signed, Ryan. Um, Yeah all very interesting to look back at that kind of fun actually um the interesting thing about that with greg writing just so you know none of us are still uh still in the show asked to be in this situation um he's implying everything is my fault um the interesting thing about that is the timing of that Greg and I were still friendly with each other at that point. We were friendly all the way up until the day I signed on BBL. Oh, well, fuck him. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Linda says, I just found the emails from 2012 where Eric introduced me to Russ for a job interview. Thank God I found another job and never met with him. LOL. 
For anyone locally, you can hear his terrible voice on the Riverbank Run commercials. Cole says the whole idea of telling callers to fuck off, which was what I love to do. Hey, can you be more boring? That's what I would say. Cole says that's when the show was good. That's why they hooked me back in the day, telling the callers to fuck off. Maureen says, when you make faces and rolls and roll your eyes, those are good clues. When, uh, when people are talking on the live stream and I'm like, all right, that's enough. You've talked. There was a couple of times, Chris in Minnesota, he did a couple. I was like, oh dude, you're just, it's too much. You're just, it's too much time being consumed. Eric, are you doing the riverbank riverbank run? Will you see your buddy Russ? Um, definitely not running the 15 and a half. Ryan says, I found that gem when I was searching for your Trump hotline thing. I think it's funny that he doesn't make shows to appease people like me. Oh, well, I guess I haven't really listened since. Did you send me the Trump thing? Aha. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, Let me see if I can do this. Okay. So Trump has a hotline set up. Like I'm going to call it right now so you can hear it. So if Trump happens to be listening right now, don't pick this up, Trump. Because I want to hear your outgoing message that if someone butt dials you, they will actually hear. T-R-U-M-P. When you, if you butt dial Trump, this is the... Uh, this is his outgoing message. Come on. Come on, Trump. Let it go to voicemail. Hit uh, call forward. Hit the red button, Trump. Jesus. This is the wonderful voicemail of President Trump. Let's make America great again together with your message. Okay. Hey. Hey, fuck face. A couple of bros accidentally called that. And uh, that's all they needed to hear. They're like, oh, my God. This is the president's voicemail. You got his real number. You need to save that number. Oh, my gosh. 616-520-8988. The voice oh. is President Donald Trump. What is it? Real man Donald Trump. That's crazy. This is, okay, I'm, this is, this is a message right now. I'm, I'm like... <laughs> Hey, I, you, uh, you are incredible. What? I'm not, I'm, you, this is. I'm a bigger fan. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Maureen says, 
It sounds like uh, the Lust Calls the Snow Day kid. And Lust Calls Breaking News! Go for me to mow! Oh my goodness! Breaking news! Breaking news! And Lust Calls the Snow Day! Very funny. This is a wonderful voicemail of the president. All right. Stevie says, that's it? Referring to the outgoing message. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize it was so short. All right. Um, advertise on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Send me an email, eric at uh, ericzaneshow.com. I sounded like I was drunk there. Eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I'll tell you how it works. Thank you to the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health is uh, where you need to go if you need information on the WIC program, if you need information on how to get your little ones immunized for measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough, pertussis, meningitis, and cervical cancer. Uh, that is where you go to learn about health services, any type of HIV screening, uh, things like that. Their number is 616-632-7200 for the Kent County Health Department. There's racing this weekend at Berlin. Berlin Raceway. Tickets, 14 bucks for Saturday's event when you buy the tickets online. BerlinRaceway.com. 14 bucks a pop when you buy them in advance online. 17 at the gate. So buy them online uh, all the way up to like the day of the race, uh, up to race time, you can buy them online and do all that shit. And then uh, parking is free. There has been no price increase in the past, uh, from last year to this year. That's awesome. You can bring in a cooler 12 by 18 or smaller filled with all your snacks that you want, whatever you want to eat. You can bring in two coolers if you want, one per person. Uh, all the soft drinks you can that you want, no glass and no alcohol. 14 bucks. BerlinRaceway.com. On May the 4th, Carrie Fisher is getting her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I can't believe that she can be... Why is it that when a star um, can be so fantastic, and then that's the only thing they do. How does that work? Because uh, outside of the movie The Blues Brothers, I couldn't tell you really anything of significance that Carrie Fisher was in outside of the first three Star Wars films that were released. And then her character was brought back for the later ones to some degree. I mean, like uh, Harrison Ford, massive career in film. Uh, Leia, Carrie Fisher, not so much. What's the other guy's name? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill? Is that him? You know, outside of Luke, uh, he, I think he just had a voice acting career. He played the voice of like the animated version of like the Joker or some shit. And, uh, maybe the voice on some Star Wars specials, but I mean, we're not talking about a megastar at all. Then his uh, character was revised in uh, 
those later films, those later Star Wars movies. But I, I've, I've never understood how that happens. I think Carrie Fisher had a history of like, uh, wasn't there a history of issues, substance abuse, mental health, something going on there? She's kind of fucked up and she's dead now. So I probably shouldn't talk poorly of her, but, uh, she's finally getting her walk her star on the Hollywood walk of fame. Now, if only that meant something, it would mean it would have more meaning in my opinion. If Hollywood Boulevard wasn't the biggest piece of shit in America. I am not kidding you. If you ever go to Southern California and you want to see the sights, do not go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Now, I knew this. I know that that's where, um, well, it's a very touristy place, but it's also uh, like part of the doorstep of Skid Row in Los Angeles. And uh, there's plenty of drug use and panhandling and prostitution and theft and uh, and assaults that happen on Hollywood Boulevard. Did that stop me from going? Of course not. Because of my wife. She said, uh, we, we walked up to the Hollywood sign. That was great. Then she's like, <clears throat> oh, big deal today. Today's a big deal. We got a new person on the Walk of Fame. It's Ice T's day. I know you used to really like him when you were into, when you were Easy Rhyme in the city of Warren. Didn't you used to lo- love Ice T? And I'm like, yep, yep. I, I loved Ice T. I still do. Attention, city of Warren. Attention in the city of Warren. This is easy. Easy ride. On 89.1 WPHS. We're going to tear it up. The favorite songs from your favorite favorite artists. We got two hours. We've got two hours. Eight Eight. till 10 p.m. I'm going to want to hear those I'm going to want to hear those phone calls. 751 FM 89 is the number. Let's hear your suggestions. Yeah, your suggestions. Let's start it off right away with Run DMC Together Forever. Hey, yo, man, can we see the mics, man? One, two, one, two, and I say. Of course, I like iced tea. I want to hear your suggestions. Now, I know it's a shit show. We park. I get out, and there's fucking hookers everywhere. And seriously, guys, these schizophrenic dudes looking for drug fixes. I'll never forget the guy who was in a karate fight with this copper spigot that came out of the building that you hook a fire hose up to. Well, first he was kicking a tree, like hard. Kicking the tree. And I go, honey, we're walking up to a man who's kicking a tree. Oh, and now he's kicking a, uh, a, a fire spigot. I go, do we really need to be here? We were there for tops three minutes. Yeah, I mean, this isn't good. I go, I, you know, I knew this, but I wanted you to see for yourself. I didn't want to just say, no, we're not doing that because, 
I know. I wanted you to see for yourself. And I'm not going to do the I told you so either. Uh, I like modern Eric impersonating young Eric. The added lisp effect is dynamite. <laughs> Donut Dan 98, former cop, writes, Yahoo! Cop Killer Makes the Walk of Fame. That's a great fucking song. Cop Killer! That's with uh, his band Body Count. That is great stuff. If I was a cop, I would play that. That's a that's an excellent song. You can't be butt hurt by that. You know? Because if that's the case, then you'd have to be butt hurt at every film where there's a cop killer. So you you know, that's a great song. You need to play that at the Dirty Donut race. And <laughs> And he plays a cop on TV. <laughs> All right. Um, one more thing. Morgan Wallen. Okay. The security guard at the Morgan Wallen concert in which he canceled the last minute is, uh, was talking to a concert goer right after that incident or some shit like that. And, uh, he said all that story about his voice is gone is bullshit. He was fucking hammered. He was so drunk. He could not perform and he had to be taken away in an ambulance because he was so fucked up. Oh my God. You said he couldn't walk. He couldn't walk. The guy that, that losing his voice is bullcrap. Yeah. Somebody. The line, uh, drink, drunk, uh, too drunk to walk, losing his voice was bullcrap. Take your own. Take your own. Too drunk in the ambulance, took him off. I thought that never fucking happened. Okay. Now, right away. The agent that represents Wallen said, no way, that didn't happen. We vehemently deny that. And the following shows were canceled too, including the one here in Michigan. It was rescheduled. Now, if he's shit-faced, if he was shit-faced, too drunk to walk, why would they cancel the following shows? Or maybe that was just to kind of like facilitate the uh, story about um, his throat is hurt, you know? I mean, because if his throat, if it had nothing to do with his throat and he was shit-faced, a good way to throw everybody off the trail, because if he shows up like, uh, yeah, two days later, one day later, and his voice is fine and he's just getting over a hangover, that's going to, people are going to be like, hmm. Kenny writes to support the lie. Now, if you remember, this dude, when shit went south for him, he was shit-faced, and he referred to his friend as the N-word, which I don't care about that, uh, but everybody freaked out about the N-word. 
and uh, canceled him. But he, he fought back, you know, uh, with good PR. And the first thing you do is say, oh, mate, I'm an alcoholic. I, I got to go to rehab and turn it around. And, I, and all you do is you just cry and lie. Then you turn off the camera and say, ah, oh, fuck, give me a beer. Let's go. Let's go. And then you take like a year off and count your money and uh, just lay low. And then you come back and you can hate black people all over again. I don't really think he hates black people, by the way. And uh, and get as shitty shit face as you want. And just don't get caught. That's all you got to do. That's the easy way to do this. The hard way is actually giving up the alcohol. And, I mean, that ain't for everybody. And this guy is way too young to hit rock bottom. Okay. There's a lot of shit that has to go on before this guy's even going to consider turning it around. He's got to lose all his fucking money, have no friends. Uh, he looks uh, 30 years older than he really is. You know, bad shit's got to happen. Now, the good news is you can write songs about it. So, in my opinion, this is all true. I believe. Why the fuck would that security guard say that? Just make up a fucking story? So, he probably got fired. And then, so the uh, the agent said, no, 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 that's not true. And then even the security company said, oh, that guy who said that is completely wrong. That is not true. After Morgan Wallen's no-show at a Mississippi concert left 60,000 fans fuming, his team is attempting to put the kibosh on rumors that he was too drunk to perform. In response to the viral TikTok of the security guard at Ole Miss's Vaught-Hemingway Stadium claimed Wallen was so drunk he couldn't even, uh, had to be picked up in an ambulance. Uh, Big Loud CEO Seth England released a statement from the security firm in charge of the event. A hired employee of Best Crowd Management made false claims that relate as it related to last night's Morgan Wallen concert. And we do not stand behind the detail in his statement. Please refer to Morgan's social media pages for details. In a statement released on social media after the aborted show, Wallen had blamed his pipes for the disappointment, telling his followers, hey, I just can't do it. Uh... I believe the security guard. Morgan Wallen has a lot to lose if it's found out that he was drunk. You know? Um, Those thin-skinned country fans would take that as a personal jab. Some of them. If he was drunk. But those are the dumb ones. The smart ones realize, well, of course he's hammered. That's what he's supposed to do. We need him to be hammered. Okay? Uh, at least Kid Rock would just say, yeah, I'm just fucking shit-faced. I can't perform. I don't think Kid Rock would ever do that, though. I think he respects the money that people send, uh, spend on him and uh, tries not to let them down, you know? Sure, he might shoot Bud Light cans and shit like that, but who cares? That's not who he's... he's that, He's not trying to uh, uh, appease that audience. Maureen says if he'd lost his voice, he'd have known it before showtime and canceled it hours before. Agreed. Yes. So I think we can all agree he was drunk. Thank you to Carol P. Dan for following me on Twitch. You're very kind. (laughs) Kenny writes, what a fucking pussy. (laughs) 
dime bag would always play fucking hammered. <coughs> he was a great guitarist. And from what I understand, a very nice person. And I know it's all about the feelings with you, Kenny. Well, with your love of Ted Lasso, a show that really was not, you cannot describe to me. I asked, what is it funny? It's his own thing, man. It's just, it's just, it's beautiful. It's incredible. It's like everybody has this Ted Lasso. It's not, it's not subsided in any way. Everybody who's watched Ted Lasso has, uh, has, it's like changed their life. Kenny says, what did you call me years ago? Tender heart bear. No, I don't remember that. I only remember when I call you horrible things. All right. So we all agree. Morgan Wallace was shit faced. There is a reporter for ESPN who just got fired. She said something really bad to another lady reporter. This is girl-on-girl crime. Oh. Mom and dad uh, did something. Okay, remember we had the story about the guy who gave his dad an ear piercing or some shit like that, and the cops arrested him because he did it himself? This makes that look like a walk in the park. And the kids didn't want to do it. I don't think anybody would want this. The kids are safe, though. And I have awesome stuff, more awesome stuff from the city of Warren. Not only the city of Warren, but the actual middle school that I went to. A student in the city of Warren, the school that I went to, Carter Junior High, now known as Carter Middle School, did something awesome. And I'm going to tell you about that on the Patreon. All we need to do now is come up with our asshole of the day. The lady who lit her dad on fire was the asshole of the day yesterday. Leaving the dementia patient with lit candles. Told you about Randy Lanier today. Told you about what not to do when Darla goes missing. Uh, we talked about hilarity with Team Knuckle Dragger. Uh, we talked about we talked about Freebear a little bit today. It's always good to make him an asshole. The uh, asshole of the day nominee, Morgan Wallen. Let's kill with Kyle, Carrie Fisher. Hmm. I don't even know who it can be the asshole of the day. Not really a standout person. <laughs> hmm. Linda says asshole of the day belated Ben and Maureen for being boring. The asshole of the day. Brought to you by TC Paintball is Ted Lasso. (laughs) 
for no reason other than I'm sick of everybody fucking being all namby pamsy whimsical over Ted fucking Lasso. Fuck that guy. You gotta watch it, man. It'll change your life. It's just fucking incredible. For making Kenny cry. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for joining me on this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. For Darla, O'Neill, Bruce, the spirit of Daisy. Right there. And uh, for Nate Bull, Linda, Chris, Maureen. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you down the road. We'll get you on Patreon a little bit.